there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Guys, Ralph Marlboro here. You know I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry-flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof, blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hard Hide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. That's hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are brought to you by Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. It took me a minute, Kevin, because I have drank so much of it today. Um, Saints are a disaster. The new one, 2023 ones. They're bad. They're bad. And let me tell you something. They're two and two. They're a game out of first. They are an abject disaster. And here's the, here's the thing, Kevin. I'm just going to say this. I was wrong. I thought that the first two weeks and even last week, I really thought, you know, it's the offensive line. They can get that fixed. It'll be okay. They have Olave. They'll have Kamara back. They have Michael Thomas. They have playmakers. It'll be fine. It'll be better. And, like, it's completely fucking broken. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell this to Juge on the, on the, big, on the main show. Uh Tuesday, and I'm gonna tell this other people. Like, I'm tired of. Well, they played a really good front, and they're playing really good defenses. I don't want to hear it, Kevin. Because here's the thing: it's always they played a good front. They're missing both guards. They're missing this. They're missing that. Like this offense to me, Kevin. It the reason why I'm so distraught is I don't even know what they want to. I don't even know what they want to do. Like what they want to be. It really feels to me. Like Pete Carmichael, they have no strategy, really, like philosophy of like, this is who we are. This is what we do. It's just shot plays and vibes. And like, maybe they get a, you know, they had the one drive where they got Kamara running inside the tackles good and they end up kicking a field goal. But this offense, like to me, Kevin, it's, it's broken at its core. And I have zero confidence. Dennis Allen knows how to fix it. Zero. And, like, I think it would take drastic changes to get it even to average. And Dennis Allen, like most NFL coaches, is not going to make drastic changes. And 
even for, for Sean Payton, as many defensive coordinators as he had, he only fired one of them during the year. And that was, it took Rob Ryan a year and a half of historically bad defense to get fired, right? So I just can't be more down on them right now uh, because they got they got speed bagged by Tampa. Like Tampa roughed them up and Tampa ran this game from start to finish. Depressing. Yeah. I mean, you pretty much said it all there, Ralph. Uh, <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Um, yeah, like they lost. They lost their top offensive player in Mike Evans. And Chris Godwin steps up, catches eight for over 100 yards. It's like mm-hmm. nobody, nobody could stop him. You know, the broken play inside the, inside the red zone, Mayfield stays poised and Gets the touchdown pass to put him up, or, trem- put him up in the second quarter. I, I it's like Mayfield, tremendous. Baker today. Mayfield tremendous. played exceedingly well. Tremendous. He exceedingly was tre- well. He made he made one bad throw where it really wasn't a, so much a bad decision as he just made it was a bad physical throw. Like he needed to get it up and over so either his guy catches it or nobody does. Right uh, and, now, I would say, look, the defense. It was all right. I think the defense played well through the first three quarters. And they just like, I want to look at the, uh, I want to look at the time of possession here. That time of possession wasn't that bad. Like the Saints had no, the ball was... for over, for nearly 29 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I think I a lot think... of that might've been the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, I just... I just feel like, yeah, like, like, yeah, the D the defense played well, the first three quarters and the fourth quarter, they just, they just, uh, folded up like the offense, the offense had, had little life, little, it it was very little fire. It it couldn't get, couldn't get anything going. Like after that first drive, after that first drive, the, the offense just felt anemic. And here's, here's the thing. This is pathetic. They threw the ball 39 times, 120. They had 127 yards passing, 24 completions. Yards per pass, the Saints were at three. That is, that's so bad. That might be historically bad. I mean, I, I want, they had somebody on Twitter that said, Has there, what's the most passes completed in NFL history where you don't get 100 yards passing? <laughs> but here, here's, the, here's the thing that I think, that this game to me, Kevin, it really, really is damning for DA and, and the Saints offseason decision that they made to keep Pete Carmichael. Because the Saints, they looked around and it really looked for like about a couple days. You know, Andrew has his sources and I have a couple. And they were like, listen, the Pete's, it's gonna, they're going to they're gonna move on from Pete. They were Saints were looking. They were, it, it was moving that way. The momentum was that way. And then they didn't, yeah. and they kept, and they kept, and everybody in the Saints building was like, "We really like Pete," and also, listen, like we don't think we could, we don't think we could find anybody better, and this job just isn't appealing because, you know, uh, you. my my, my Saints source said to me that is, is, he's pretty good. He said, "Listen, we don't have a quarterback. We aren't going to have Michael Thomas probably, although he came back and." We don't have we have issues. We and, and we're seven and ten. We aren't an appealing destination. And 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 listen, that is a, a legitimate 
decent argument, but I'm going to make the counter argument. Todd Bowles, who Tom Brady retired and Tampa's offense was a dumpster fire at the end of last year. Even though they made the playoffs, they looked terrible in the playoffs. They were a dumpster fire. He cleaned house on that offensive staff and found a guy in the Seattle Seahawks quarterback coach to be his offensive coordinator. And you know what, Kevin? Tampa's offense, I'm not saying it was great today by any means, but they had a coherent plan. They said, we're going to roll Baker out. We're going we're gonna to try to run the ball a little. We're going to roll him out. We're going to hit sh- short, medium passes. We're not going to screw up. And they basically executed it perfect. And he found an offensive coordinator. And the Saints are like, we can't, we can't find anybody. Nobody wants the job. we got to keep Pete, who didn't even want the job to start with. Right. You're telling me you're telling me that this organization couldn't have gone to Eric Bieniemy and said, listen, I know this looks like a lateral move. And for quote unquote, all intents and purposes, it is. We'll pay you. We'll we'll pay you whatever you want. And in the event that things don't work out and we and we have to fire Derek Carr, we will name you the head coach. Now, yeah. we can't put that in. We can't put that in I writing. Think, I don't even we think can't that, put that in writing. Yeah. Now, I, but, but here's the thing. Even if you didn't want to, even if you didn't want to take him, maybe maybe you think, you know, maybe you think he wouldn't have taken it or or maybe you mm-hmm. think that the uh, the baggage with him was a little bit too much to bear. What's stopping you from looking at any other organization and saying, you know, the quarterbacks coach, the wide receivers That's coach, right. the O line coach for somebody, well, here's or, the- or like, or like an offensive, uh, uh, what do you call it, consultant, something like yeah. that, and saying, all right, we're going to roll. Well, let's let's bring this guy in. Here's here's the problem with the Saints, and I said it last year, and it, it, I. It, what and I and I and I said it last year and I and I and I kind of thought I thought it would be better. I thought with Derek Carr and, and Michael and Michael Thomas back like it would be better because the offense last year you felt like man a contested catch guy to make a couple of plays you know it'd get him over the hill and I thought they'd be better but my biggest criticism and worry last year was you're still you're what you're doing is you're doing Sean Payton and Drew Brees karaoke is Pete Carmichael, he knows the words, he knows the tune, but he can't sing it. And I just feel like the Saints, they needed, and they still need, they need a complete renovation on offense. Root and branch, the Sean Payton offense, it needs to go, and you need to do something else. And I just don't know your, your week forward, like, it isn't gonna. It isn't gonna. It isn't gonna change. It isn't gonna. And, and the thing is, like, it looks very. It, it looks like to me, Kevin. Like, there's no. It reminds me of, and your your old old head people will tell. Well, you'll get this. It, it reminds me of Ditka, with better with like better personnel in a sense of when the Saints played with Ditka on offense, there was never any fucking coherent strategy. They would just win games because one of the Billy Joes would hit a bomb. Mario Bates would rip a long run. It, 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 yeah. was no, it, was no, it was no offensive philosophy. It was just, ah, we won 24 to 20 because we hit three giant plays and fell ass backwards into some turnovers and wasn't this fun. We're five and eight. Like, but that's not really 
it's not good offense, right? That's what the Saints feel like. It just feels like it's like Battleship. You know, you just get like A7, ah, miss. B72, ah, miss. And it's like D4, ah, hit. Let's do it again. And, it's, you know, it's like no philosophy. And I am drunk and I am sad. And I can't believe I got 13 more weeks of this. Thomas, you better get on some jokes. I need memes. I need sound bites. I need it all because we got we got a long season. We're going to power through. You got anything for me, Kevin? Hello, I I I, I thought you were about to wrap up the uh, the short version of the <laughs> <Me> show. <too. laughs> I am. I, well, I did. I just, I'm too drunk to to keep on schedule. I am. This was the free version. If you listen to this and you liked it, and you listen to the free version on whatever you get your podcast, uh, free versions, you know, Saints Happy Hour, whatever player you use, sign up for Saints Happy Hour. I promise you, now more than ever, you will need the jokes. And we have the jokes, the memes, the sound drops, and the, the hotline. Fun, and the hotline. Oh, 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 the hotline is going to be a journey. Uh, so join us. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. Become a patron. Thanks for listening to the free version. We appreciate everybody. Guys, Ralph Marlboro here. You know I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry-flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof, blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hardhide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season, so support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. That's hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.